What is up, everybody? Another episode of the LA Soccer Up Show. My name is Gio Garcia. As you can see, you know, different background today. Out of town for me. Got to take care of some work stuff. Uh, join me once again. We got Justin Ruderman. Justin, how you doing? Doing well, man. We're nearing the end of this MLS season. Uh, it's crazy. We only got one game left. It's, it's wild, isn't it? Yeah, wild, uh, wild finish. I don't, I don't think we need to talk too much about like the recaps or just things that that happen. Obviously, we know LAFC beat uh, Austin. What was it like four to two? Um, I think that was expected. Uh, I think some of the things that kind of just stood out for me is obviously also on the other side, LA Galaxy got knocked out as well. We'll, we'll talk about that. But let, let's talk about an uh, individual player who's been, you know, who's been solid for LAFC all the way out and, that, and just scoring goals, being effective. Is that and that's Denny Buanga. Uh, what 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 have you liked about Danny Buanga, and obviously in this run he's been in for tw- in twenty twenty three for the black and gold. Yeah, I mean, what can you really say? I mean, he's been incredible. Uh, I I don't even know how to put it into words. To be honest, the the best I can say is just historic. I mean, the third highest goal scoring player for MLS uh, in all competitions in a single calendar year, passing Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Uh, in this past game with the brace, he scored five in the past two games. He scored 19 in MLS. He scored 32 in all competitions. It's genuinely incredible. And when you think about, you know, Joseph Martinez in 2018 and Carlos Vela in 2019 being the only two players in MLS history to have scored more than Denny Boonga in a calendar year in all competitions, you think it kind of puts into perspective, I think, how incredible this year is because when we look back on those seasons, we look back on those as two of the greatest MLS season performances ever. Now, granted, most of their goals came, of course, in the MLS season where Danny Bruanga has spread them across all competitions. But you can make an argument that makes it even more impressive that he's doing it all the way in Costa Rica, scoring a hat trick there, that he's, you know, doing it in, in League's Cup against Mexican teams. He's doing it, you know, all over the place. So I think uh, it's it's really incredible what he's done. And there's really no understating how important he is to this team. And, you know, we can get into that MVP debate because he's now locking up that golden boot, really. He's three goals ahead of Luciano Acosta now with one game to go. And it's becoming, you know, time to talk about MVP because that MV- that golden boot is nearly locked up. Yeah, he has 19 goals, uh, seven assists uh, in this MLS calendar year. That's obviously throughout MLS. And you mentioned, what was it, um, 30, 30, 32, 31, 31-something 31 goals throughout, uh, you know, the CONCACAF Champions League and everything that he's done throughout this season has been very, very, very impressive. And to me, it's like, yeah, I would, you will, how do you not consider Denny Buanga in the MVP race, right? Even with one game, because he's been so important, so crucial. And I think, I think it's, it's one of those things too, like in FLAFC are able to finish second, you know, in the standings and all like, it's like, it's going to be kind of hard not to give it to Denny. Obviously, you know, we're biased. We, we, we get to see him every single day. We get to see, you know, we're going to see how effective he's been. And there's, look, there's plenty of other players that are around the league that have been very, very impressive as well. But, like, just the workload that he's had to done, that had to do, the the miles he's had to travel for, for all these competitions with club, but also with country, because he has to go to the other side. He has to fly over uh, the ocean, and you know, was it the Atlantic Ocean and come back and forth, you know. So, yeah, it's been very impressive. And for him just to be in shape and to have no injuries, you know, Fingers crossed and everything. It's been it's very very impressive, and you know, hopefully, you can continue this run throughout the playoffs. 
No, no, it's it's a great point that you make about the injuries because people don't consider it, but he the, the amount he plays, the travel that he endures, uh, and the pace in which he plays, you know, he, he stays so fit. And that's what's incredible about him because he said that from minute one. Like, I want to play every three days. We we asked him that, you know, at the beginning of the year because he had an incredible work rate, especially for those first, you know, 20 games or whatever it was. He just continued to play and start every single game. And you thought there's no way he can continue to do it, but he just continued to do it. And he said, Denny, do you, you know, do you want to rest? No, I want to play. Den are you sure? Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. I, I want to play. And not only did he want to play, he kept scoring and scoring and scoring and scoring. And that is why you say to, to me, he is, uh, you know, should be more of an MVP favorite than he is right now. It seems like it's going to go to Luciano Acosta. And it seems like even Roman Berkey's probably in that second slot uh, in the MVP voting. Which to me, I completely, you know, understand the incredible seasons that the two of them have had and the successes that their team has had, right? That is really the the thing that they have over Bawang is the success of their teams, especially when you look at Luciano Acosta leading his team, of course, to a supporter shield. But to me, there's two parts to the argument, right? There's there's the stats in which I think they're all very close, right? Berkey has been one of the greatest goalkeepers we've probably ever seen in MLS. He's prevented, I think, 12 goals uh, over his expected this season, which is, you know, like three halves as much as anybody else in MLS. Luciano Acosta is, you know, top of goal contributions, but, you know, he's actually uh, behind Boanga when you take away penalties, right? So th th there's that. But again, there's the second part to me, and that is when you talk about most valuable player, that means who is most valuable to their team. And I think when you look at Roman Berkey, he's crucial leader in St. Louis. But if you take them out, if you take him out of that team, they still have a pretty good team, right? They might be able to find another goalkeeper who can not be nearly as good as him, but they'll still win a lot of games, right? You take Luciano Acosta out of Cincinnati. Sure, they're not as good, but they're still probably a very, very good team. The argument there being they had a club record sale in Brenner, a guy who scored 18 goals last season. They somehow got even better after that sale, right? You take Denny Bowanga away from LAFC, they turn into Austin FC, right? They go, <laughs> and I, it's not even an exaggeration. He's could directly contributed to over 50% of LAFC goals this season. He is so important. He scores in the biggest moment. He's the only person to score in the Champions League final. He, he nearly won the Campionis Cup for them. You know, every moment he's the guy showing up. And I think if you take him away, LAFC goes from one of the best teams to uh, one of the most underperforming teams that you can imagine. And that, to me, is what most val most valuable is all about. Yeah, look, you, you, certainly, you certainly make the case uh, for, for Denny. And obviously, like I said, we're going to be more biased. We see him every day. Um, yeah, and I, I think that the one tough part is is uh, the, the one tough um, one is going to be Lu Luciano Acosta because – yeah, what he's done just in that midfield and being the number 10 and everything. And, and the, the like, it's FC Cincinnati. And I think everybody around the league, like, well, LFC has already won. You know, like, Carlos Vela has already won. Like, they they won. And they have all these big names and all these different things. So that, that's why I feel like he may not get it. But you're right. Like, without Denny, LFC is just not that good. It hasn't been that good. And you, and we've seen it when LFC, when Denny Bonga doesn't, doesn't impact the game score, getting assists. 
they're, they're, they're not as good as you expect them to be, especially with all the other players that they have. And that, that's just credit to the, the, the effort, the work Denny has been doing, being able to stay in shape, like the, not be able to like get any, you know, like certain injuries. And I think, you know, those are things that, that you do outside of the pitch, outside of everything. You're eating right, you know, making sure your body's right and all, all these different – making sure your mind's right, making sure you come in come into every 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 game, every practice and everything. It's just like the professionalism and the work ethic, it, it's so impressive. And John Thorrington is thanking his lucky stars that he hit on Denny Bowanga because if that would have been a, a signing that didn't hit – LAFC would not be in a very good position and everybody would be pointing fingers at the moves being made. Denny Boanga has saved this team. Yeah. All right, let's talk, let's switch over. Let's talk about um, the LA Galaxy. Look, they, they, they got knocked out of the playoffs. I, I No one's surprised, right? They Especially with the, with the injuries they've had. They have like, what, five season-ending injuries. Uh, I think that Chris Klein happened earlier this year. The boycott. They had so many different things that happened for this club. Um some that were expected, some that were not. Um, and they finally were put out their misery. They're not making the playoffs. Um, now there's questions to be at to talk about Greg Vanny. Should he come back, right? Obviously, I don't think Chicharito is going to come back. Uh, Ricky Pooch, I mean, you you have to imagine. He, he's constant. He has to feel like he has to look for other options. You know what I'm saying? After, after such a bad year like this, it has to be in his train of thought that, like, man, maybe I can go somewhere else or maybe I can push for a move. Because he's right now in his prime of his of his of, of his career, right? When you're what what is he, like 25, 26? I mean, let me let me get his actual age. Um, 24. Uh, I want to say. I look at 24 years old. He's 24 years old, right? If you're Ricky Pooch and you're 24 years old, right? This is like you're, you're in your prime of your career. You don't want to go back to a Galaxy team that one doesn't have a foundation. Played like this again. Um, so, you know, he's also kind of – you have to be feeling like, man, let me look elsewhere, right? So there's a lot of things going on for the other Galaxy. I think the one thing you and I have hit on is just the offseason moves and everything that Will, Will Kuntz has been able to do. I think that's the, – that now I feel like the Galaxy have a foundation with who's bringing in the moves. They're making smart business. They're making smart business moves of who to bring in, who to, who to, who to gel with and all these things. Now that I think they get an early start, for 2024, right? As October, you can already start moving forward and looking forward to the next year, right? Because this year is pretty much done. Um, so yeah, I think when when I look at this, what are, what are your thoughts on, on Greg Vanny? Would you would you like for him to come back? Um, I know there's a lot of people are like, well, you can't predict those injuries and all these different things. Yeah, I think it's one of those where, you know, people forget that they finished fourth in the league, in, in the West last season. You know, and and kind of everybody thinks like, oh, Vanny's been here for three years and he's had, you know, this type of failure, uh, you know, three years in. And it's a huge regression from last year, I think, is, is the fair argument. Um, but at the same time, you, you do point out those injuries. Right. And I think Greg Vanny talked about uh, yesterday or the other day about, you know, those first 10 games were just brutal for the Galaxy and, and it didn't go their way. And once you're in such a, a big hole in the first 10 games, I think they won one of those first 10 games. It, it just makes the rest of the season very, very difficult. And that's what he talked about. And he's right. And I think, you know, at the same point, he should he should take some of the blame. But I, I don't expect him to go. I think that. Uh, I, I tweeted this out on Upper 90 actually recently. I think that they're a very similar position to Austin FC right now, right? They're a team with high preseason expectations who 
unbelievably underperformed. They had some drama in the front office that led to, you know, their their, their sporting director leaving, uh, re- replaced uh, now in both cases. And, you know, they, they have a coach who's under fire, but I don't think we'll, we'll leave in either case, right? Josh Wolf and uh, Greg Vanny. So I think they're they're both very similar teams. And uh, something I didn't put in the tweet, but it's true. They're both going to have huge off seasons. They're both going to have huge roster turnover this off season. And I think that's the thing that Galaxy fans have to remember, especially the ones who want Vanny out, is that he's going to have an entirely new roster to work with, hopefully with Ricky Pooch still there uh, to work around. Uh, and you know, that's going to be really crucial, um, whether it, whether it's, you know, the galaxy or Austin FC. But I think when you look at what Will Koontz did, as you mentioned, he's going to have now two, uh, DP spots to work with. Uh, and that's a lot to, to give him, right? We know that he was going after Douglas Costa, right? Didn't get that quite over the line, but that's the type of player that, um, that, that, you know, Douglas sorry, Costa, you mean? sorry, Douglas Costa, Lozano. sorry. I don't know why I said Douglas Costa. Um, Douglas Chucky Lozano uh, went after Chucky Lozano and didn't get him right. So that's the type of player that uh, that that they're going after. So I think that it's going to be a really really active off season for LA Galaxy. Yeah, I think they I think they're going to have a, a big year, a big off season year, and I think next year. To me, um, <clears throat> to me, it's like, I'm just one of those those people that's just like I've seen Greg Vanny for three years. Uh, obviously. Look, the injuries, five inches and injuries are things you can't do, right? The the roster limitations, that was not on his that, – that was – that you can't blame him for that. I just think there's just certain things that he couldn't get Jovalich going, right? He never was – that's that's something that a coach can can do and can change. Um, he was never able to get Jovalich going and, and, and really mixing him because Jovalich was a goal scorer, but I think Jovalich this year just gave up on Greg Vanny. Like, he wanted out. Uh, there's been reports that he wanted out. He wanted a trade. Greg, LA Galaxy didn't want to do the trade because they wanted to get their money back. And I, I just look at certain things like that. When you have a, a goal scorer, you have certain things like you, you got to be able to uh, you got to be able to get those players to play when a Chicharito goes out, right? Like Chicharito's done. Okay, Joe Blitz, this is where you time to shine. And for whatever reason, it just never felt like he really believed in Joe Blitz. And him and Greg Vanny just had like this riff. It's going back to last year. And those things, if you're a, if you're a, a great coach or a solid coach, even if you have those things with those players, you have to make it work. Like great player, great coaches make it work, right? I'm not saying like because if Jovic got it going, it would have been a completely different season. But it just show it would it just shows me that like certain things that you can change within players, you can have that communication, even if you're having a bad year. You can have players that are going to still want to have your back and all that. It just felt like certain players didn't really believe in him. And obviously when this, this, this season happens, there's a lot of players that don't believe in him. They have to be feeling that way. They don't believe in the process. And I think they need a new voice because when you go through such a, such a bad of a season, like it comes people start tuning you out, man. People like players, players you know start tuning you out because the results aren't coming in right you ain't getting the wins why is this player starting why is this different things and it was such a bad year for them um some things you can blame on Greg Ramsey some things you can't blame on him but I think if there's an option for Will Koontz a better coaching option or or someone you can bring in I think you they 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 heavily heavily have to consider it because I know the fans want it and I know I don't and I know they can't have another year like this especially now under Will Koontz who we know can make really, really good business moves. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's the key point that you bring up. If there's a better coaching option, and I think that there there may not be at this time, right? I mean, Greg Vanny gets let go. He is snatched up immediately by another MLS team. There's no question about that. But is there really a coach out there that Galaxy can attract right now uh, in, in a position where they can, you know, dispatch of, of Greg Vanny? I'm not sure about that. Um, and again, you know, there's... I don't think there's a reason to believe that Greg Vanny can't be that guy to turn them back around, given a, a new a revamped roster. I don't think there's necessarily a reason to believe he can be that guy besides, you know, he, he's done it before, but can he still do it now is, is kind of the question. Right. And I think, you know, his past track record shows that he has, you know, obviously knows how to do it in MLS. Obviously it's an evolving league. Uh, and I think that's what galaxy fans w- will definitely say, but you know, I don't think there's any reason, as I said, to believe he can't be that guy to turn the back around. Yeah, I mean, you give him one more year. I just think a lot of fans have given up on him. Like uh, a lot of fans have given up on him. No, just, I get just that. what I'm saying. Just what I'm seeing, right? Obviously, when you have a, a terrible year like like this, you know that that's gonna happen. I, I just think they need they need a new voice in that locker room. That's that's just what it is. Um, sometimes you just need that. And when you have a new voice, look, we saw obviously when uh, Bob Bradley got let go with, with Steve Sharondolo. All right. Like that was my many people would say that was not necessarily an upgrade. It was just like you just you know, what I'm saying like because of going from Bob to Steve, like right. Steve was unproven when it was unknown. But look what happened. Granted. Right. There was talent there. Right. Granted, there was talent there, but they need even Carlos Vela said that they needed a new voice. It was, it was a breath of fresh air. And I think that's what they may need uh, in the LA Galaxy organization in the locker room, because after three years, you know, that's that's a lot of time in this game. Yeah, no, I I think uh, it's an interesting comparison for sure because I mean that that 2019 team under Bob Bradley was incredible, uh, right? But then 2020, uh, not so much, and he had to go. So uh, that may, maybe that's the position that Vanny was in. That that fourth was you know his good year, and then it fell off. We're we're gonna have to find out, but I think we will find out because I, I'm not sure Vanny is gonna go. Yeah, I think I look. I think if you make the switch, you got to make it within this next two months, or you know, within the next month, so you can you know let the guys know what's going on. Hey, this is what's going to happen. Um, yeah, because it's you know next month is already November, which is crazy. So yeah, and MLS just just today announced their uh, their off season schedule for all those type of things. The first date I believe to to really look out for is December first, which is wow. the. Uh, yeah, yeah, are exactly. Already so quick is is the deadline uh, for contract options for your players, right? So whether that's club or player contract options, uh, you got to pick those up by December first, which of course is still before MLS Cup. So very, very soon. Uh, pay attention to it, and then of course the rest of them coming uh, throughout, whether that's you know the super draft or or you know free agent signings and things like that. So it's going to be a, a really active uh, off season, I think. Yeah. Well, look, guys, that's all the time we have. Uh, short pod, a lot going on uh, today for both of us. But, yeah, thank you guys for listening. For Justin, this is Steele. Catch you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.